I'm Haley from Gallifrey Public Radio, a Doctor Who fandom podcast and part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Yes. Hello, all you lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 91 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by a streetwise cartoon cat with a top hat, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. Yep. Just call me Cat Cat. I was going to be just be called Top Cat, but mm-hmm. it turns out that um, That's Hanna-Barbera, yeah. very litigious. <laughs> if they put half the effort they did into suing people into their actual fucking animation, <laughs> it might have looked pretty good. They're still vigorously defending the top, the top cat. A top cat, yeah. Um, he didn't wear a top IP. hat, though. He wore no, a... It was more like a cool... like Not even a fedora. It was more like this like jasmine's... Yeah, it was kind of a jaunty... Thing. A jaunty... It was a jaunty hat. He had a vest, too. That, that was a weird show, because I actually saw some top cat mm. in the, within the past decade. Yeah, yeah. They're which, basically criminals. They hang out yeah, no, they are. No, they are definitely criminals. <laughs> um, and like a gang. They are. They're, they're literally like the joke you know, is they're a gang, and the police they're like is pickpockets like, and yeah. like petty crime. <laughs> but the thing is, only the policemen under can like talk to Top Cat. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. everyone else, they just seem like normal cats. So this is probably all happening in this crazy policeman's <laughs> mind. Just, he says, "Oh, that wacky Top Cat's at it again." And was going, "Wow, man, why don't give that policeman a gun?" He's talking to. He's just talking to that stray cat again. He's actually he actually got fired from the force a year ago before the show even started. <laughs> he just puts on the uniform every day. <laughs> he, goes, he just goes out there with a water pistol. Talks to cats. Oh, you naughty cat! Stop that! I can't actually remember if that's his accent or not. I honestly, if he's like an Irish, like a stereotypical Irish police officer, that's what I imagine yeah. in my brain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, they were they were a gang of petty criminals yeah. and thugs. Because you know he was a top cat, and you know the adventures of Cat Cat are just as good. I'm gonna say they're even better. <laughs> I'm going to come out the, the our, our, our entirely original and not at all derivative cartoon series called Cat Cat. Well, well see, Cat Cat is actually a cat mm-hmm. who wears a cat on his head like a hat. <laughs> so really, it should be Cat Hat Cat. Cat Hat Cat, I like it. Cat Hat Cat sounds better, but Cat Cat, I don't know, has a, has a certain ring to it. <laughs> oh, man. He tips his cat every time like a beautiful lady cat walks past. Tip the cat. He, the cat tipped his cat. This is so weird. The cat hat. Yeah, it's, this is getting I love bizarre. It. I love it, though. We should do this. Someone send in art of this. No, don't. No, do. <laughs> Copyright. No one's going to do art. Patent pending. No one's going to do art for us. There are people I could legitimately ask to do art, and they would do art for this. But I'm not going to. Oh, all right. Fine. I wanted to see I wanted to see cat hat cat. But anyway. Cat cat. Cat hat cat. That's all right. Maybe I'll draw him myself. And then you know, not show you the picture, just to just to, just so that to keep that for me. Uh, this is porn, isn't it? He's just a cat with a dong, wearing a cat with a large dong. It's just a stick figure with boobs and cat ears. <laughs> cat dong had cat dong. Oh god! I like where this is going, and this feeds 
very neatly uh-huh. into the topic du jour. Oh, what's, what topic is that? Which is samurai, which is very closely related to cats. That's true. Everyone knows. <laughs> and, the, and the subject of, of the old West, the old American West, That's right. also deeply related to cats. That's right. Remember when all the cats came to the, the old West? I remember. In, in 49... And they and the gold rush. It was a cat rush. It was a cat. There were cats buried in the ground, and they freed all the cats. They had to dig them out. <laughs> One of them had the cats were very upset about the whole situation. They they quite liked their slumber, and they were wearing you know. And some of the cats were wearing other cats with large dongs. <laughs> There's cats in them thar hills. They the prospectors shouted with glee as they leapt in the air, clicking their heels. Cats, cats for miles! <laughs> the rivers are running with cats. <laughs> just, just going back to New York, saying, "I'm, I come out, I come out from back, back west. You won't believe what I saw. There's cats everywhere, fucking cats." And everyone's going, "Oh God, it's that fucker again. He's talking. He's just talking. It's that policeman guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's talking to those damn stray cats. Offer some Maloney or something. I don't know." That sounds like that sounds like the name it should have. It, pro- it probably did have a dodgy Irish I'm, accent. All I'm thinking of right now is this the park ranger from Yogi Bear, but in a cop outfit. And I know no, that's I mean, not. No, that's probably that pretty probably much it. Is? <laughs> Look, Hanna Barbera didn't exactly have a wealth of character design. They're known for the cutting costs. I think I think Hanna Barbera sells from the 60s and 70s are actually. Some of them are quite valuable now, mm. probably because there's so fucking few of them. <laughs> All right. All right. We are going to talk about the game, mm-hmm. the PS2 phenomenon that you've no doubt heard of, <laughs> Samurai Western. Okay. You, we can't let this go, folks. All right, the, the, look, the game is good. Yeah. But I'm going to show you a picture uh-huh. of uh, Officer Dibble yeah. from Top Cat. Okay, yep. Okay, that's yep. Officer Dibble, yep. right? Very good for a podcast. Uh-huh. And this is Ranger Smith from Yogi Bear. They're basically <laughs> the same. They're basically the same guy. Except maybe the eyes are different. Maybe? They've, they've kind of got that muzzle. They both have the muzzle. They both have black hair. Or maybe it's not muzzle. Maybe they just have, like, gigantic jowls or something. But <laughs> this is, there's something about the, the style. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely oh, Hanna Barbera. God, just look both. They both look like they're in their sort of mid forties. <laughs> they they do look like the to- the type of person who just randomly talks to animals they find. Yeah, I think Dibble's eyes are smaller. That is it. I think that's that, literally it. I think that's about it. And for all we know, what we might be looking at could be slightly well, off could, model. He could be squinting as well in that in that picture for all we know. Um, well, I mean, he's looking at Top Cat, so yeah. Yeah, he's wearing a yep. garbage can on his head as well s- as a hat. You have to squint because you don't want it. Your eyes will be dazzled by the glory of Top Cat <laughs> when you the see him. The glory of Top Cat. God, how many... I reckon that ran one season, but in my brain it ran like for 10 years or something like that. It probably, you know what? Knowing Hannah Barbera, it probably did run for like just one friggin' season and then got like repeated ad nauseum. Yeah, I reckon that's what I remember from my childhood. Because yeah. there's just so many of them. Yeah, there's and so many Hannah Barbera cut. Oh, they God. all have the same the same look, you know, the same gimmicks, the same like yep. sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> the same stupid running noise. And- <laughs> <laughs> so that that actually has a name. Yeah. Okay, I've I've actually queued it up here for us. Uh-huh. This is it's actually called um, Temple Block Riot. So maybe I'll like 
say something like like appropriate to running away and then you can play the sound okay yep 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 it's like oh zoik scoob let's get out of here oh <laughs> that's it and that's the noise that every every hanabara cartoon whenever a character <laughs> runs away that's the noise and they're running on the spot for at least five to six yeah. seconds so you have to run on the spot you have to like get up to speed like it's not like the hedgehog <laughs> You have to kind of run on the spot for a minute. and then... I reckon Hanna-Barbera could sue Sonic the Hedgehog for that. <laughs> or they could put a settlement, right? Uh-huh. You know, and they yeah. could just have Top Cat yeah. instead of Tails. I like this. I like where this is it's going. Just, it's the same game, except he just spends half the time swiping shit. <laughs> just, just picks up Top, a t- Top Cat is just some fucking klepto, isn't he? You know he? those TVs that you have, like, running shoes and stuff in? He just swipes those. <laughs> he just puts them in a van. <laughs> Sonic's there tapping his foot going, Man, I could have swore I put, a like, a spare pair of shoes around here somewhere. Yeah, I don't I don't know, Sonic. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a bloody mystery to me, mate. I mean, his, his gang members just drive up in a windowless van and... <laughs> just do a drive-by shoot I don't know where Tails is <laughs> Tails is dead from Tails a drive-by shooting Sleeping with the fishes <laughs> God, why does uh, This game sounds so much more appealing now <laughs> I'm pretty sure Warner Brothers own the rights to Hanna-Barbera But I'm not 100% really? on that Oh man <sighs> Yeah, it's changed hands It's probably changed hands a couple of times well, You know, there's once. a gold mine there waiting It's a Top Cat gold mine Oh, there are so many Like stuff so many Hanna-Barbera properties they did in the 60s and 70s yeah, that were just one shot wonders. We've forgotten most of them. Yeah. Like, we've forgotten most of them, but there are a lot. There are a lot. And if you watch Cartoon <laughs> Network, you, like, back in the 90s, if you watched Cartoon Network, you would come across them. They would show them to you. <laughs> I think... You know? Uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, is yeah. where a lot of those characters ended up. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I just remember there was, like, a, a band... Yeah. Who had like a shark playing the guitar oh, or something, and he goes, right. nyuk, 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 nyuk. There was a band, there was a fucking. <laughs> I remember thinking I remember that the shark was the most annoying character ever. There was like an alligator, and there was like, there was a, car- there was a whole cartoon about an alligator. <sighs> there was a whole cartoon about a dog that wasn't, that was like a blue dog. What's the blue? What's the what's dog the that's blue, blue dog? You're not thinking of something something hound, Huckleberry hound. Oh god, yeah, yes. Huckleberry fucking hound. <laughs> I don't think anybody who worked on that show is alive, and if they are alive, they probably don't remember working on that show. (laughs) They're all really bad. Yeah, and they all went for like one or two seasons and then repeated ad nauseum. But I will tell you something funny about Wacky Waces. Wacky 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 Waces. Wacky Races, one of the only good ones, (laughs) is that they were... You know how you don't know who was going to finish first at the end of every time? That was the fun part. Yeah. Yeah. They were actually going to make that into like... Basically, like a betting thing. Like, do you know who's <laughs> going to come first this time? Oh Is it going to be this guy? We got odds. And then they had to scrap that pretty quickly because it turns out that is what's called gambling. <laughs> and it's a show for children. That's fine. These but, days we've got loot boxes and, you know. But that that, that <laughs> no, no. only ran for like 13 or 14 episodes or something. Like, yeah. very tremendously small. Yeah, yeah. And they just repeated it, repeated it over and over and over again. Huh. Something, some small amount of... Episodes, it's probably longer than that, but I just liked Muttley. I thought he was good. Well, yeah, Muttley, Muttley can go into any cartoon at any time ever. Mm-hmm. The other character is pretty forgettable, other than the um, the pit stop. Penelope pit stop was yeah. all right. Yeah, I was there for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of <laughs> ten year old boys were. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right, so we were talking about some sort of videoed game. That's right. I see you. You procured a videoed game. I did for the PlayStation Two. But not 
No, the PlayStation 2 that you played the Western games on. Although this game did come out in the West. I'm confusing the issue. You are, very much. Especially since Western is in the actual name. I know. <laughs> I'm confusing it on multiple levels. Um, let's start again. This game, it's called Western Samurai. And mm-hmm. it is available in the West. But it's a bit rare, a bit hard to find. Yeah. And um, I think this is one of those games that came mm. out and was gone pretty quickly. Yeah. Nobody really made you know much of a big deal about it and then i'm guessing youtubers or someone did something with this a while ago and then it became like oh my god hey this game's actually kind of novel and weird and fun yeah it's definitely unusual yeah so it's it's basically just smashing two genres it's Mm. you know the samurai Mm -hmm. of course Mm -hmm. and then you've got the old western tropes that's right so this is a samurai who goes to the west Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say that this is a lot better than um, what that Jackie Chan film was. Um, oh, yeah. Midnight that... West. Well, I can't even remember what it's called. Wasn't the original Kung Fu series basically set was basically set in the West? And it's like him going around doing Kung Fu on people like in I, cowboy geez, times. I think maybe. Yeah. So there's a bit of a pedigree. I think there is a bit yeah, of a pedigree. More, to this. more Kung Fu and, and, yeah. all, and, you know, China influences rather than Japanese influences, of course. But yeah, this is more fun because he's got a sword. He does. And it's. It actually is kind of fun. I mean, it's it's a very simple game, Ace. Do you want to describe, like, the combat? Yeah, basically, it's uh, what you would call a 3D hack and slash. Mm. You know, very close to a beat-em-up. Yeah. Where, or a brawler, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Where you've just got a, a whole bunch of mostly nameless, faceless enemies, have a, a small life bar, mm-hmm. and they come at you in from lots of different directions, just kind <clears> of <throat> spawn around you, and you need to take them out in yeah. the Western setting uh, of the 1800s. Yeah. It, what makes it... It's, it kind of plays a little bit like a Dynasty Warriors game, if you've ever played any of those AC, in the sense that there's just, like, a lot of, like, low-tier enemies to slaughter. Yeah. I suppose the difference is that they have guns in this, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's not just melee combat, because there is, um, you know... They, it is melee combat for you, I suppose I should say. Just not for them, because they don't really have anything other than projectile weapons. So That's you right. just need to get up to them. You need to dodge them, get up to them, and basically hack them. And there's only, like, a few enemy types. Yeah. Let's be real here. Yeah, there's there's probably, like, a half a dozen that we came across. Yeah. Um, and, and we play up to level four. Yeah. So there's, and there's probably about ten levels, I would guess. Yeah, maybe a bit more. Uh, in the game. So the plot is pretty simple. He's going to... Uh, this, this guy left his homeland in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to find and kill his brother. Oh, his brother's right? a traitor, I think. Oh, some kind right. of revenge, finding brother, family type I of thing. I assumed it was like some sort of dead girlfriend thing, but okay. Yeah, it's always... Brother. Yep. You know, and, and his name is um, Gojiro Ki- uh, Kiryu. Yeah. So, look, the plot doesn't matter no, in this plot, game. The plot's pretty cheesy. Yeah, I'm guessing you do see um, the main bad guys a couple of times. Mm. Like, there's a guy who controls the, the surrounding towns where you're invading called Goldberg, who's, mm-hmm. of course, like, kidnapped people to work in his mines, and he's got gangs. Mm-hmm. And you go and stop the gangs and try and find Goldberg because there's some connection to his brother, obviously. And you see, like, a guy in, like, a... Um, like a black suit halfway through, like, some kind of really fit guy <sighs> who you don't see his face, and I think you know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, so, look... It's a predictable sort of fish out of water game, but mm. it is fun. 
Yeah. It is fun to play. The actual gameplay loop is is, is pretty good. I mean, you've you've got to close the distance to these baddies. Yeah. And they've, they've got guns. And um, some of them have, like... Uh, most of them have pistols. Some of them have, uh, uh, like, shotguns. And um, some of them have, like, Tommy guns. Which, I don't know how accurate that is. But it's fun. It's a video game. You know, forget about it. And... Um, I think less because the, yeah. those those um, machine guns mm. had steam coming out of them. So, yeah. they seem to be some sort of... It's some weird, like, steampunky thing. Yeah. Like, it's not really meant to be real, no, you know. And none of this yeah. is... But, just, yeah. Enemies are so disposable in this game. But that, that act of, like, dodging the bullets... Because that's the real gameplay is, like... You want to run up on them, yeah. and they're shooting at you. And once you get to them, they're toast. Like you, they can't really stop you from killing them. Yeah, it's just a matter of time how big their health bar is. So the real gameplay is like dodging the bullets to get up to them, and then like reacting quickly to enemies that are coming in behind you and from all around you, and just keeping up your attack, keeping on attacking them, and keeping on hitting the dodge button. Um, which is a very useful button that we discovered. Yeah. So um, we, we kind of played this game in two separate times. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, once after I got the game, and I can't remember whether I got this from eBay or I just got it last time I was in Japan mm. because I kind of get games both ways. And yeah. I, But I probably saw this game somewhere. And I got the Japanese version because I think the Western version was just way too expensive. Mm-hmm. We're talking like a hundred over 150 bucks wow. for yeah. the West, the PAL version. That's I haven't seen the North American version on eBay. And even the Japanese version's like 70 bucks. And I definitely would have paid, wouldn't have paid that. So I'm guessing that I got this game when it was much cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, but basically... It's, you know, it's just kind of hack and slash brawler. And yeah. it, it plays, the graphics aren't fantastic, but no. they work. It's it's okay. The music I quite like. Yeah, the music's kind of charming and the whole aesthetic of it, like the menus and stuff, like they're mm. trying to make it fun and westerny and, you know. And I will say this, even if you do pick up the Japanese version of the game, mm. uh, everything's basically... In English, all the cutscenes are in English. That's right. They're yeah. just subtitles. It's just the menus are in Japanese, but you can fumble your way through those. And even a lot of the menu stuffs in English, like a lot of Japanese games, a lot mm. of the menu stuffs in English anyway. So you so know, it's yeah, it's a a bit of a peek behind the curtain here. When we play a game, we need to see as much of it as we can in as little time as possible. If we're not playing like an involved game that we both have, and you know, both of us aren't going to have this game, mm-hmm. so sometimes we'll play the game on easy just to get further in the game. Yeah, and. This is a fault for us this time in the fact that we played the same level three or four times and we weren't advancing. Well, like, why aren't we progressing through to the next stage? Yeah, we get we triggered the cutscene and everything like that, and we're racking up experience points. Yeah, yeah. But we weren't progressing. We were going, why not? And then I realized, doi, because you have to play on normal to advance to the next level. Yeah, so once we did that, we, uh, yeah. we got past that level pretty quickly, but... Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like, that, that came back, that came to bite us. Yeah, usually it's the other way around for us. We'll go, ah, oh, normal's fine. And then we'll play and we'll go, oh, we're not getting through this nowhere quick yeah. enough. So. And the game didn't really telegraph that if you play on, play on easy, you don't get to progress. Like, mm. it may have, but I don't, you know, some fine print somewhere, but... Uh, we didn't. We didn't see that. So no. we were like really confused as to why. The, we thought yeah, the and game I can was read broken. a bit of Japanese and everything, and yeah. I just it, there was nothing really telegraphing that. So so keep that in mind if you do actually end up checking this out. Is uh, play on normal because it's not that hard, and and also you'll get to you know progress. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, pro tip. <laughs> and you know, between stages, there is a kind of an RPG element to it. Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, kind of level up your character. You'll gain experience points, which you can put into your um, your health bar mm-hmm. and your POW. 
move you can actually trigger a special move where you'll basically everything will go red and all you need to do is hit one enemy mm. and then you'll hit another 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 like yeah. it kind of creates a chain it's like the bomb almost in a shooter where yeah. you can hit that button and just clear the screen almost yeah it's a it's a pretty useful thing and it looks pretty cool while yeah. he's doing it and that's kind of actually a good point the game is very arcadey like yeah. that's what it reminded me mo- most of was an old style arcade game really where you're running up and killing stuff or they're shooting bullets but the bullets are fine. You can dodge anything as long as you hit circle in the right time. Yeah, like, but you got to get that timing down. Yeah, it gives you like um, what do they call it in the fighting games communities? Oh, it gives you like like in like invincibility frames basically yeah. if you hit circle. So like if you hit it at the right time, like nothing can hurt you. But it's all about hitting it at the right time. Yeah, and, um, and if there are multiple, and there often are multiple, multiple enemies coming yeah. at you, you kind of need to go for the the one that's going to shoot first or the nearest one for that to really work well. Yeah, and then it becomes like a combat puzzle almost, where you're like, well, who do I want to go for first? Yeah, you know, like it, yeah. It should be said that this was kind of a budget title. Yes. Um, and it's just a little bit weird. Like the developer, I've never heard of before. Spike. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, yeah, maybe they did something. For all I know, like they did something really important, but I don't know. Yeah, I, look, I say the camera's not great. Yeah. Um, the cutscenes are all kind of with the same graphics the rest of the game is with. The cutscenes are kind of wonderfully cheesy. Yeah, like, they they're are extremely corny. Very, um, very corny. But it really yeah. plays into the western. Yes. The western feel, the western side. You've yeah, got, you've yeah. got like a. Um, uh, like a guy from New Orleans, obviously, mm-hmm. who's like saying mon cher and stuff like that. Yes, right. like a, yeah, like a Cajun guy, you know, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, they've got um, the, the Mexicans are always the ones with the big, like the steam powered machine guns. And mm-hmm. um, the, the dynamite guys are the weirdest ones because they're like little roly poly guys that look like Ewoks. And I can't figure <laughs> out what they're meant to be. barrel on their backs. Yeah. They look strange. It yeah. is a, very strange. And as I said, there's probably only like, as you said, sorry, it's mm. probably only like six uh, characters not including bosses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of enemy variety. But we did fight a boss and you beat him very quickly. Very yeah. short time. Yeah, the boss wasn't too hard once I realized that I had that, you know, dodge button and mm. everything. And um, yeah, I don't... Look, this is not a hard game, I don't think. Um, but you know what? I had fun. Yeah. I had fun playing this game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tactile. Like, it feels good to kill people in the game, mm. even though, yeah, the camera is a bit bad and... Yeah, it's a bit clunky. Yeah. But, but the actual, like, killing people with the sword bit <laughs> is, is is fine. And it kind it of works fun. really yeah. well for the genre, really. Yeah. So, you know, that said, Rob, what are your final thoughts on this one? Well, you hit people with a sword and big geysers of blood just spray out of them mm-hmm. and they die. And that's great. And, and you do that again and again. And it has, like, a hit combo. So if you kill a bunch of people and blood sprays out everywhere, you get, like, more... You get numbers appearing on the screen, you know, and then the numbers get bigger. I do like big numbers. So for those reasons, I think it's a pretty good game. I I don't think it's a good game. I don't think it's... I don't think it's, you know, like, a top-quality product or anything. It's very B-grade. But it is, like, a good B-grade game, in a way. Yeah. Or... Like, maybe an enjoyable B-grade game is probably better than good, is a better word than good, because we we got fun out of it. Yeah. But we were going in kind of knowing that it wasn't going to be this, like, you know, incredible experience. We just went in kind of, you know, with a big pinch of salt. And I think if you have that attitude, then you'll you'll get something out of it. If you expect it to be this, like, cinematic masterpiece, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, buyer beware. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty right. How about you, AC? What do you, what do you think? Um, I'm with you on this one. I It is wonderfully cheesy. It mm. really plays into the... the um, 
you know, the stoic samurai guy, yeah. you know, fish out of water in in the in the Western, uh, obviously film related or adjacent sort of version of the old West. Mm, mm. So you know, everyone saying, "Oh God, what are you?" You know, and calling everyone, "Hey, hombre," I don't think, or "Hey, partner," <laughs> what's going on here? You know, all of those well, cheesy ones. Yeah, look what blew into town. There's saloon and big titted girls in the mm. in the bar and stuff like that. Mm. And you know, it's all it's all wonderfully cheesy. The kind of stuff that if it got made today, it would be made so tongue in cheek that the cheek would be basically sticking out your ear. I think. Yeah, like and Tarantino this- would make a would make this, and you'd be like, and he would do it. Like I think the- he basically has made this. Yeah, he has actually. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, it is it is what it is. Mm. It came out at a time where people, you know, PS2 games were a dime a dozen. There are thousands of PS2 games out there, and mm. this this developer threw their hat in the ring mm-hmm. and put something out there. And for all I know, it sold quite well. It got mixed reviews. We're talking five or six out of ten. Some yeah. people rated it highly. It's very highly rated on Google, but not on any of the actual you know, Metacritic scores. Right, okay. Which is always fun to see. Mm. Look, I will say that if you find this game in the wild, whether it be in Japan or in the West, for quite cheap, Mm. pick it up. Yeah. Because the chances are, even if you don't like it as much as we did, or you don't find the charm in it, Mm -hmm. you could probably sell it for a bit of money anyway. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Flip it on the old... uh on the old eBay. The old eBay thing, yeah. It's, uh, it's worth a pretty chunk of change these days, I think. And yeah, as I said, yeah, it's it's just cheesy, but it's cheesy fun. So yeah. that gets a thumbs up from me if you like this sort of genre. So other than thinking about Top Cat mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is pretty much your life now. It's a lot of work, but someone's got to do it. I mean, who else is thinking about Top Cat in the year of our Lord 2019? That's right. I'm performing an important public service. Um, I have been doing other things, AC. Mm-hmm. You might recall in our last episode of the show mm-hmm. that you instructed me. I did. In no uncertain terms. No uncertain terms. Because I was saying to you that I was getting a bit sick of Darkest Dungeon. And you said, well, have you done the, the Darkest Dungeon yet? And yeah. I said, no. And you said, well, go ahead and do that. Yes, that was a, that was a direct order as your superior. Yeah. And with, I think the theory was that if I, I if I didn't play it, I would get sick of it and not play the game anyway. And if I did play it, I'd either like die horribly and not play the game anymore, or maybe somehow like get inspired and keep going. So that was that was wise advice, you know. So I went home and I <laughs> wise ad- wise advice indeed. And I fired up Darkest Dungeon. Okay. And I got my four level six characters. There's only four the four best characters I've got uh-huh. that are at the right level to. Go into that the end dungeon. God, I hope you save scum. <clears throat> you can't. This game doesn't let you save scum. Oh dear. Um, yeah, it just the only time you, the game saves is when you turn it off. So like you can't like just fudge it. Okay. Um, you were getting sick of it, so I'm guessing yeah. this went swimmingly. <clears throat> no. Oh, oh yeah. Everything went well. You so finished be- the game. I beat the game. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so I sent four guys in. One came out. <laughs> Um, and I had to actually like abandon the quest, like, and I didn't actually fight that many things. I think, I I think it was like the fourth or fifth fight. I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Robbie, walk me through it. What, what happened when you went in? Um, well, the first group of guys we slaughtered really quickly and we were like really happy about that. Yep. I was like, great. This will be a pushover. This is like, 
I don't know why I was so scared, you know? Um, but like just the average level, the average enemy types are just a lot more tough than usual. Um, and it just kind of ground us down. So after we just, just wave after wave. Of yeah. Enemy. And there wasn't anything, there wasn't any like particularly scary new enemies that we came across. They were just like, you know how video games do this, how there'll be like a, like fighting games. There'll be like a green ninja on the first level. And then you see the same ninja again later and he's like red and he's like more hard. And yeah. then like he's gold at the end, at the last level and he's like oh, extra yeah. hard. So it's like that. Like they had some like basic enemies that I'd fought before, but they were like all golden and fancy looking, you know, and extra tough, I guess. Um, I think one thing that was hard was that on the darkest dungeon, like normally as you, as you sort of explore the, the level, um, it maps it out for you. It kind of maps out the dungeon and you can see, you, you know what, you know, how many rooms there are left and things like that. But with this game, with the darkest dungeon, like it only maps it out as you progress through the dungeon. Oh, so okay. like to start with, there's just one room and then you go, oh, there's one corridor and then you get there and then there's, maybe there's like two forking paths, but you can't sort of like, so is it randomly generated? Can you look up a map online to find out where I you go? I think it's or? random. I think every time... You, well, yeah, every other level I've played has been random, and I assume that Darkest Dungeon is random every time as well. I'd imagine it would have to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it had some cool backgrounds. Everything looked extra sort of hell-like and satanic-looking and stuff. But Did you get near the final boss? No, nowhere near. No, we got, uh, we got our asses handed to us, and I was like, damn, I'm really far off. Like, it made me, like, realize, like, yeah, I'm still, like, very far off yeah. from beating this game. Mm-hmm. And that sort of sucked the wind out of my sails a little bit. Because I just don't... This is the thing. I mean, I, I, I kept talking about it the last few years, but I don't have a lot of time for these big, lengthy games anymore. And I had a lot of fun earlier this year playing, like, shorter experiences, like Piku Niku and stuff like that. And yeah. I think I think I'm going to go back to doing that, actually, is just playing shorter, more contained... Kind of bite-sized games. games. Yeah, even yeah. though that saddens me, because, like, a true Rob game is, like, a big, sprawling, you know, mess but I just don't think I have the time or patience for those kinds of games anymore. So yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I might give Dark- I might actually shelve Darkest Dungeon. <gasps> I know. All right. Well, yeah. you did, you did do as instructed. You did try the Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, and I did. You went in there. Yeah. One character came out. Best and intentions. Got your, your yeah. ass handed to you, yeah. but at least you experienced it. Look, one guy died and I was like, let's keep going. Let's see if we can, let's see how we go, you know? Um, but it was funny how quickly it all fell apart. Yeah. Like one problem is that like you have you, you have a party order, right? So there's like four slots. Like it's hard to d- describe to you if you've never seen the game, but you have a guy who's at the front of your party. Yep. And he's kind of like, you know, taking the I guess the brunt. Yep. And then you've got like three spots behind him and you know, the last guy is like Taylor and Charlie, really. Um and different characters have different abilities that work or don't work depending on which where they're placed in the party lineup so like like for example there's a a barbarian lady who if you put her in the front in the very front the very front position she gets bonuses but if she's not right up the front she gets like less good Uh... Um, and there's like certain attacks that you can only do when you're up the front and there's certain attacks you can only do when you're up the back and like so for example like the best healing spells you can only do when your healer is in the second or sorry the, the third or fourth position and enemies have attacks that can like move you can rearrange your characters so and it, all it took was a couple of enemies with like rearranging my re- rearranging my party just a little bit to really throw the whole plan out of the window and like we all just got slaughtered no. so um yeah i just uh i don't know i think 
Can you can you go out of the dungeon and then go back into where you got up to before? No, because like, no, it would start the whole thing again and it would be a new randomly generated dungeon. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you can't just kind of progress, progress little by little. No, not really. You have to just like risk your characters, risk it for the biscuit. And if you and if you, they succeed, then way hey, you know. And yeah, get magic but, and items. you sound like you are very far off from actually. I just don't like, for starters, I have to raise up some more characters to yeah. level six. But probably even higher. I think level seven might be the highest you can get to. So even like get them even like over leveled for, yeah. for the dungeon and then like max out all their stats all their equipment to get the best magic items I can and, that's probably, and even then you might and not. even then I think that the game is set up that way so that you have to max out everything and then even then it's hard you know wow. um, so I'm kind of like alright game this is like a bragging rights thing and I'm not really there for it like I got I beat Darkest Dungeon not Dark I beat, I beat Dark Souls yeah which again is like one of those bragging rights games yeah. but I don't know that that experience was super fun I, I sort of had a bit of a love-hate experience with Dark Souls I remember that you kept yeah. going back and forth on that yeah. one and you were so happy when you beat it and mm. at some stage you were like going I hate this game and then the next year it's going to be in my top 10 yeah. and then I hate it and then you beat it and you went this is great but I never want to play it again well it's funny because you look back I think it's one of those games where you look back on it and you remember it more fondly than you do when you actually play it yeah you, you know? just sometimes you just get through a game through just sheer mm. determinedness just like, I'm not going to let it beat me. I'm not going to let it beat me. And that's what it was kind of like yeah. for me for Super Mario Brothers 2, like the original Japanese version. But then you like look back on it and you're like, oh, I remember that bit where those guys, oh, those guys really pissed me off. But then I figured out a way to beat them. And like, <laughs> it's, that, it's that feeling of like accomplishment, I think, that we remember fondly. That mm. feeling of like overcoming the obstacle. But in the actual moment of, of doing it, it feels like bashing your head against a wall. It's not, it's not actually very fun. No. Um, and so, we just don't have time for it anymore. Yeah, it's that's sad, right. But true. That's right. So, you know, the next game I play will probably be something like some sort of simple, limited platformery thing, you know, because you know what? They're fun. Yeah. And they're worth the money. And I feel like I've got my money's worth out of them and that I haven't wasted my time playing it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I shelved Darkest Dungeon. And to wash the, the foul taste of that game out of my mouth, I see. I, Look, I don't think it's that uh, foul because you had fun with it. I did. But, I did have fun. But obviously, yeah. towards the end, when I instructed you to go into said darkest dungeon yeah you were getting kind of at the tail end of that experience so mm-hmm. rather than just shelving it then i'm glad that you actually went into yeah. what is effectively the last level i went and i gave it a, i gave it a red hot go yeah you know and that's the main thing yeah that's what the game's there for i probably could have like been more cautious or something but i was like oh let's just see what happens kind of thing um the ac approach to, yeah. to game playing so uh to sort of palette cleanse i've been playing one of my old favorites Oh, oh no, 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 you haven't told me this. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Yeah. Rome Total War? No, no. Empire Total War. Oh, for God's sake. That's <laughs> very different. Uh, you had no idea how close I was there. Yeah, you're very close, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, Empire Total War, which is the one set in the 18th century. Um, and I'm Are you going to play that one to a completion of that oh, round? I'm sticking around with it a bit. Because I never really spent much time with Empire. I spent a lot of time with Napoleon, which was like its sort of sequel slash kind of like standalone DLC weird thing. Mm. Um, but I never played Empire much. And it's, it's kind of fun. Like it's the biggest total war game because it has Europe and Africa and Asia. And like, so Europe, Africa and the Middle East, like every total war game seems yeah. to have like the Mediterranean, etc. Yeah. Uh, but then it also has a separate theater for America and a separate theater for um, India. And, oh, then wow. all the, and then all these little trading spots oh, around the world as okay. well that you, you can send your ships basically you send your ships to the edge of the map and then they can teleport 
over the, you know, you hit end turn. And then the next turn, they're like in like one of these little training spots or they're in the the other map. Like they're in America now, you know? And so managing all of that, managing like an overseas empire and like all the trade and like dealing with pirates attacking your like trade ships and things. It's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's quite involved. I don't know that it's hard. I think the problem I have with all these games is they're not very hard. And I get used to... I, I figure out how to beat the AI, then I just do it again and again and again. Yeah. You know? um, I think these games are best played against a human opponent, actually. Like the... You can play those games online, can't you? You can, yeah. And I had I had some fun playing Attila Total War online with people. Like, just but actually... how long do, does a match last online? That's the question. Uh, like half an hour. Maybe oh, that's long, not too bad. Maybe, it depends what you're playing. Like a siege can last a while. Wow. But... Um, yeah, most of them are over pretty quick. Um, but yeah, the AI is just a bit dopey. Like they'll do dumb things like stick the cannons right behind a hill and then they'll just shoot the hill all match, you know, like it's stupid. Um, that might be on purpose to mm. give new players. Is there difficulty settings? Mm. There are, but one thing that annoys me about Total War games, and this is like a meta issue with Total War is that, um, it might've changed recently, but certainly the old games, the difficulty setting if you bump that up all it does is just give the enemy more money and more and it gives them like it basically gives them like an advantage in the in the the map part of the game like the overworld part of the game where you're like moving troops around and raising taxes and shit so all turning the difficulty up does is mean that you're fighting more enemies not ah, necessarily cleverer not smarter yeah okay. so it's just it's just a battle of attrition at that point yeah okay. so you know I, i'm enjoying the game for, for now it's kind of cool the naval combat's really great with all the different like there's different ships you know from like ship of, ships of the line with like hundreds of cannons and it looks quite spectacular when you're having these like broadside duels between your um your ships all the way down to like little sloops with like 18 cannons like with little you know little catches and brigs smaller ships like the naval side of the game i'm actually really enjoying a lot um you can do stuff like shoot down their masts with chain shot and then like like shoot their masts off so oh, yeah. the ship is then kind of you know you know much less maneuverable and then you can run rings around it and you can shoot like grape shots so when you get up close you can start firing instead of cannonballs you can load the, the cannons with this like it was like a imagine like a you know how, you know oranges come in like a net and you buy like 20 oranges in this little like bag <laughs> Imagine like if those oranges were made of lead and you just shove that into a cannon <laughs> and fire that. And so yeah. it's like a big shotgun blast. Oh, wow. And yeah. when there's like a hundred cannons, you know, or 50 cannons on the side of a Just make a ship, cheese out of it. Yeah. And you just fire grape shot into And that's to kill like the, the crew. Wow. So when you get really close, you fire grape shot into them and then you can board them and you can watch like gang, the little gangplanks get shoved <laughs> across. And these little dudes, tiny little like miniatures almost like swing across and hop over and start f- sword fighting on the ships, the d- ships decks and stuff. So, you know, it's fun for me. This is again, like such a Rob game. It is a very Rob. Um, I'm really just playing it. Cause I was like, I just want to do something that's like fun for me. And you know, isn't it, isn't something that I feel obligated to play, you know? Um, so I, I did that. Um, I'm thinking of picking something else up now, though. There's a new Wonder Boy type game that came out recently. Wonder Boy type? Monster Boy. I think it's called Monster Boy something or something like that. Mm, I haven't really it's heard of it. It's on Steam. It's been in development for a few years. And I think it's got the people who made the original Wonder Boy involved. So am oh, I like Wonder Boy Monsterland. Yeah, I might check that out. I mean, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have a lot of money to spend on a new game, but I feel like I should spoil myself a little bit. 
right now. Um, and uh, that seems up my alley. And also the kind of thing that I want, like platformery, not yeah. too colourful and cute and, you know, not too, like, challenging. So. But a bit involved in terms of the systems and stuff. Yeah, like a sort of an action RPG thing. Yeah. So it looks, yeah, it looks up my alley. Kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's me. Oh, um, other than that gaming stuff, I'll just quickly yeah, mention what, what about your life? Oh, it's been pretty rough recently. Yeah, <laughs> I will mention one thing that's in, which sort of happened all of, all of a sudden is that my brother's moving out. So um, uh, he's been living with me for about since the start of the year, really. Yeah, um, it's been a while. But basically, today he moved out. Like, like it all happened very rapidly. Hmm. Um, he was going to move out like this week or next week. We had this vague plan, and he got a job all of oh, a sudden, and and then it was like go go go. So. Awesome. Like, yeah, everything is... Like, I went back to the house this afternoon just on my way over to your place. And, uh, yeah, it was very surreal turning up there and, like, the there's no bed in the living room and, like, all the stuff's gone. And it's like, huh, weird. You got like, your living room back there. It's just you a got strange your, feeling. Your PS4 back, potentially. Yeah, I can start playing, I can start playing Red Dead Redemption again. <laughs> um, it's funny, like, how, how long that's been. I got used to it. And now that he's he's sort of not there, it, it's weird. But I mean, he still left a few things. Like he'll be coming back to pick up his turntables and his other yeah. His um, there's a bunch of stuff in the garage of his. Um, he'll collect, but uh, but it's good. It's good for you. Yeah, definitely. I'll enjoy some peace and quiet um, for for a little while. Um, I think um, it's no surprise that the girlfriend will be probably moving in. Um, and we've been dating for about a year, so it's just a question of when, really. But. I've got a bit of downtime, a bit of quiet time for old Rob. Yeah, I reckon the, you should take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably going to... a pretty solitary creature, yeah. I think it's fair to say, a lot yeah, of the time. You do like your space, you do like your quiet time, your alone time, and your reading time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the good thing about Joanna, my girlfriend, is that we're both kind of like that. Like, we both want and need a bit of alone time. Mm. So, I don't expect that that will be a problem. Um it's just always different when you're moving with someone though. Like there's, you don't, ex- there's things that come up you don't expect. Yeah. You know, but I'm very optimistic. Like, you know, this is, but this all, isn't happening straight away. We get along really well. Don't yeah. have a date yet. So no, it's, it's all very, this is all very theoretical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to a little bit of time in the house without, uh, without old Johnny boy. So yeah, you can, you know, I'll be pooping with the door open or something, you know, <laughs> God, Whatever it is. That's why I never visit. That wild, that wild lifestyle that... That bachelor lifestyle. That's it. Bacheloring it up in my bachelor pad. It's really not that at all. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's, so that's basically it. I'll I'll probably, um, I'll probably report back on, on, with uh, some Monster Boy updates or, or whatever the heck else I decide to play in the meantime. I'd Um, be curious to hear that actually. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Steam games on sale as well right now. A lot of my wish list is on sale. So I've got got a lot of options. Yeah. If you've got something on the wish list, maybe you should check there first. If you've got anything highlighted that's cheap and... The problem is a lot of it's like the exact kind of games I just said I don't want to play. Like big, huge, Uh, sprawling, like strategy and RPG games that... You know, God, maybe when I when I when I retire in twenty seventy or something, I'll be able to fucking play these games. You know? <laughs> a lot um, of my RPGs that I do actually own are always marked as, "Oh, this is for AC's retirement." I'm never going to retire, so I don't know why I bother having these games or keeping them. Our but... generation ain't going to retire. Nope, no way. Mm. Yeah, so that's me. Uh, I'll probably have more to say life stuff later but for now let's throw to you AC what have you been up to gaming wise or indeed life wise take your pick uh, I think I'll go gaming first uh-huh. uh, I have been ga- I 
do have been fiddling around with the Game Boy again, as I am wont to do. Mm-hmm. You know, hardware as much as software, really. Just kind of poking around, doing this, doing a bit of that, playing a bit of this. Nothing really solid that I've really sunk a lot of time into. Okay. Um, I did go back onto the Switch. And the Switch is one of those things that I will go hard in for a while. Like, Mm. I will go and I will go, I will play this game for so long. Yeah. And then I'll dip out and not play it again for, like, a month or two. Mm. You know, um, Mm. I think the last big game I really played was... Uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Yes. And it's amazing how hard, not just me, but a lot of other people fell off that game. Mm. And it really didn't have the same impact at all with the first one, did it? And it took people a while to realize that. Like, I was, as you know, Mm. I was super excited to play this and to play people's levels and all that kind of stuff. But when I got in there, I played a lot of really cool levels, really clever ones. Mm. Some ones that, you know, are worthy of the original... Uh, designers Mm, mm. I played that solidly I played the single player campaign played it for about two three weeks or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and then I don't think I've picked it up since Mm. which is I don't know like everyone online not everyone but a lot of people are saying and this is bearing in mind that Super Mario Maker will always have a like a hardcore community who are always making and yeah that's right and and trying to break the game but it just did didn't have the impact of the original. Yeah. The original, despite being on Wii U, was a phenomenon. Yeah, it really, time. really was. Almost everyone who had that game was super excited to mm. make their own levels. Mm. And a lot of those levels were dodgy, but they had all these weird ones that were made by Nintendo, made by like celebrities, made by your friends. And it was it was a real community feel there for a while, despite the fact that a lot of the the online stuff was broken. Like searching was difficult, randomized were difficult. You know, the hard ones, you'd get easy ones. The easy ones, you'd get hard ones. It, it, it wasn't all that well designed first out of the gate in terms of online, but it picked up. Like, it really got there in the end. Like, mm. they added update after update after update, and they added new stuff, and they had a whole bunch of really fun levels you could do with the Amiibo. Yeah. And, you know, I played that game solidly for, like, six or seven months. Mm. You know, like, I, I would... Even if it was just once a week, I'd go in there and I'd play a couple of levels. And just go, yeah, it's really fun. And Super Mario Maker 2 just didn't have the same impact on me. Yeah. Mostly because it was more of the same. I think that's probably it. It just wasn't if different enough. They had added uh, Super Mario USA or Super Mario 2. Yeah. Doki Doki Panic would have, 1. You think they would have enlivened it a bit? It would have added a different dynamic that a lot of people would have wanted and could have been used in some really creative ways, mm. I reckon. And they just... It was just so much more of the same. They did add new bits, like, yeah. and they did add new 3D bits and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, I played it and I had fun, but I then I just kind of went, oh, I think I'm done. And I kind of will probably go back one day and, you know, check out the new levels and see what's hot, what's not, yeah, sure. what's popular, but... But yeah, I, th- I think I've just kind of had my fill of that game. So I went back to playing um, the the Great Guiana Sisters. Guiana oh, Sisters. Right. Okay, yep, yep. Um, there was a boss I was stuck on. Technically, I'm still stuck on that boss, but not because I haven't gone and back and been defeated. It's just that I figured you could just go to the last of the four worlds without defeating the boss. Right, yeah, yeah. So I've just been playing those levels. And they are... They, they get 
pretty hard, pretty progressively difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to utilize your your kind of fireball powers, your jump powers, your floaty spinning down slowly powers. And I got not stuck, but you know, I was on certain sections of the levels for quite a while trying to beat them. Right. Because it becomes very fast paced. Like you need to do, use a lot of things in tandem to get up and, you know, out of the, the way of like crushing walls and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the switch analog stick and D pad, mm. especially on the pro controller are not great for accuracy. Mm. I will say that. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the D-pad especially is not great for 2D platformers <clears throat> because it's not a very good D-pad. Somewhat ironic since Nintendo invented the D-pad. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still having fun with that game, but it's a slow burn. Okay. At the moment, I think it's fair to say. Sure. I just kind of... And, and each level takes quite a long time, though. Well, it seems like it's a pretty tricky game, and with that switching mechanic and everything, there's yeah. a lot to keep track of. But I am enjoying it. Mm. Um, it's just that those areas where I do get stuck and have to do it over and over again, I just really want to get to the end of the level. I get to the end of the level, and I just turn it off. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm turning it off like for a week at a time. Yeah. Whereas before, I was just going, oh, I'll play it again tomorrow. Mm. So I'm slowly making my way through it, whether I get there in the end or not, and go back and defeat that other boss who was just kind of more annoying than anything else and very time consuming yeah Yeah. i'll just have to kind of wait and see wait and see yeah yeah Yeah. i did get a couple of other new things so i've been playing two very classic games Ooh, i like the sound of that um so i got two and i'll show you them now Uh i got two micro arcades oh wow so these Oh my god. Are tiny. Oh my god. They're about the size of two, maybe two and a half credit cards in thickness. And about just about the same size as a credit card. <laughs> They've got like a tiny screen, slightly bigger or the same size as a postage stamp, with very clicky buttons. It does sound very clicky. <laughs> very clicky, which I like. I like clicky buttons. Because uh-huh. you know you know you're pressing it then. You don't have to press really hard to know yeah. you've made a connection. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice kind of aluminium uh, backing. Yeah. Like, a, like a metallic blue backing for both of these things. I think they come in other colors. But I got Tetris. Uh-huh. And I got pac-man nice. and these do fit in your wallet like i carry around what's called a swiss card which mm-hmm. is like a the swiss army pocket knife ver- but cut in a card version yeah that's right so you've got like a little knife a little pair of scissors a pen uh tweezers and like a um uh like a toothpick, toothpick and stuff. thing yeah and this is roughly the same size maybe a tad thicker mm-hmm. but it's uh powered by a very small battery it's got a very tinny speaker but I don't know. I, I quite like this. And I'll cool. actually palm it off to you. The only one is the Tetris one has got like a, a couple of scratches on the screen and it came like that, which oh, is kind, of, kind of annoying. So mm. let's see if this works. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So these ain't cheap. They're not like super expensive. They don't, like, I think they're about 30 bucks, but the shipping was what really got me with these things. Wow, yeah. Because they're not available in Australia. I had to get them online. Gosh. Well, good on you for going to this effort. Well, you know me. cool. Like, this is a tiny thing. It is tiny, but it's playable. Yeah. And that's what I really like. I mean, to be fair, it's playable 
in the fact that I need my glasses to play it because my eyesight is shot. Well, I've got a couple lines and I can confirm this is Tetris. Yeah, it's an official Tetris product, just as the uh, Pac-Man Micro Arcade is an official um, Pac-Man product as well. Yeah, I'll turn this off Yeah, because it's so, just me playing Tetris. Yeah, it is. Um, um, but... Yeah, after a while, the music stops. It's really impressive. It's such a small thing. Yeah. And it's, it, the screen is it's good quality. It's backlit. Yeah. the I haven't run out of juice yet. And, you know, I've just been watching stuff on TV and just kind of going, just, oh, yeah, I could play some Tetris. Just stick around with a little Tetris yeah. thing. This yeah. This would be good to have in my wallet while I'm in Japan, I reckon, and just kind of, like, pull it out on the train or something. And yeah. Just have a little, little bit of a go. I'll show you uh, Pac-Man. Okay, sure. Professor John Pacman. Oh, wow. This actually looks like a pretty good emulation. Oh, that music's a bit off. Yeah. I think it's because the speaker they use is very, very small. The, the volume only has two settings, which is either on, which is what you hear now, or off. So Pac-Man is just... The original Pac-Man is very, very small. Ah... Uh, so maybe perhaps a little less playable than Tetris. It's kind of hard to see what's happening. Yeah, it is. You know what is happening, but it's, at the same time, it is a bit. It is a bit smaller. Let's let's face it. What do you think? I think it's cool. Yeah, like I think um, it's obviously better suited to a very. It's better suited, sorry, to a very simple game like Tetris. But, yeah. Um, just the fact that it's Pac-Man and it's the size of a business card is is, is fascinating. Yeah, and, I, um, I think it's cool. I think it's something I might keep in my wallet. As everyone knows, I just have a bit of a fascination with handhelds, so I love these things. Yeah. They do have other ones. They have, like, Atari ones, which have, like, Centipede and oh, wow. Missile Command and stuff like that on it, I okay. think. Hmm. But this is just... These are the two games that I really like. Tetris, mm. I love. Pac-Man, I just have an affinity for. So yeah, I just had to grab these two. Okay. I've got them in a pack. And other than the scratches on the screen, which I might be, quote, that guy and make, you know, a bit of a fuss on Twitter about it because uh-huh. it just kind of annoys me that you buy something new. The screen is so small. Yeah. Um, that having any sort of markings on there just ain't cool. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. But at the same time, because these were part of a pack, I don't want to send both of them back and wait yeah, yeah. for them to get me a new one. Ugh, especially with the fact that I'm going overseas in like six or seven weeks or something. Mm. God knows how long it will take for it to get back, for them to go, oh yeah, this is a problem, and then send it back to me. So. It's such a fraught issue when you're dealing with people overseas. Like, yeah, exactly. In Australia, it's very simple. But when they're overseas, it's like, okay, this is just layers of complication here just makes it often not worth the effort to get your uh, your refund or whatever. Yeah. And I don't really want to get a refund because I like these things. I just wish they'd sent me one that wasn't scratched up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my gaming life at the moment. <clears throat> cool. Um, it is, you know, as I said, these things will probably join me when I go to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is coming up pretty quickly. Yeah, I can't believe it. In terms of life stuff. Uh, I've been, as I always say, I've been really busy at work. Mm-hmm. Um, there are reasons for that. Uh-huh. It's just, it is what it is. I, I am planning on doing another Lum Squad event. Oh, okay, fun. This one's legality is somewhat questionable. What are you doing? Are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Look, I'm probably going to boost a stream that's already kind of been boosted. Okay. <laughs> so my wife 
and this is all in the lowdown. Mm-hmm. Dozens of listeners out there. <laughs> yeah, keep uh, this to yourself, isn't it? <laughs> uh, my wife has something that she buys off the internet, which uh-huh. gives her access to all of Japan's television uh-huh. channels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how legal or illegal it is, uh-huh. but she does pay money for this. Okay, well, it's something then. It's something. I mean. <clears throat> I know that one of the channels has been taken off that service, whether that's okay. for legal troubles or because they're not paying them rights. For all I know, they are paying the rights to do this okay. for people outside of of Japan. And it's just it's just straight Japanese channels. Mm-hmm. So there is actually going to be a Rumiko Takahashi event coming up on NHK, which is like their version of the ABC or... Uh, PBS for Americans right, or right. BBC for uh, okay, English people. Like publicly owned. Yeah, publicly owned broadcaster. Mm-hmm. And Rumiko Takahashi is the one who did Ursa Yatsura, which is where Lum is from, okay. Ranma Half, uh, Inuyasha, uh, Mazani Koku. So a whole bunch of really classic ones, mm-hmm. really classic anime series. And they're going to rank all of the characters, the series. Oh, wow. Uh, the music used in them. Huh. Uh, you know, the antagonist, the protagonist, or, you know, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Huh. And they're going to do it like for three and a half hours or something like that. Uh, so I'm going to try and maybe broadcast to a select number of discerning individuals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not charging money for this or anything like that. I'm just going to create like a discord room, I think. But you're changing it because your your commentaries over it, so therefore it's different. Yes, there will be commentary so by therefore me it's over not, it. Therefore, you've, you've yep. significantly I mean, altered it. Well... Yeah, I mean, it is commentary because, like, nobody speaks Japanese. So I'm going to have to, you know, mm-hmm. at least text translate stuff as I go. Um, but a lot of it will be pretty obvious what's going on. Mm-hmm. I did vote because this is actually a big poll in Japan where oh, you can wow. vote. So, yeah. you know, Maria and I voted. All for Lumchan stuff, of course. Of course. Did you check, <laughs> the, did you you check that Maria was voting according to the party lines? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it probably tracks your IP address because I think yeah. you can only vote once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame, but it, it's a bit of fun. I'm hoping I can set up that stream with the help of um, friend of the show, the E-Man. Oh, yes. And we'll hopefully broadcast that out on a, you know, like a, 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 a discerning private stream. <laughs> That's right, for gentlemen. Simple nudity Simple. only. <laughs> It's for for the discerning gentleman. Yeah. So I'm hoping I can get this off the ground because I'd love to be able to show this because it's, you know, not too often that you get events like this coming along. And, you know, Takahashi anime is very popular in Japan, obviously. Mm. And it's popular outside of Japan, but maybe not so much. So this would be a good opportunity to to show what's going on in the interior. Cool. So with that, I think um, I think that's kind of all that's going going on in my life recently. I've mm-hmm. just been busy. I'm going to do a bit of a health kick until I go to Japan. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try. Like I'm going to be still having a bit of a, a drink mm-hmm. on the weekends, mm-hmm. but you know I'm going to try and really cut down on portion sizes and sugars and stuff like that because we are going to go to a water park. Oh right, okay. So I've got motivation. You're going to get your bikini body ready. I do not want to look like a fat <laughs> bastard. And the best I can hope for mm-hmm. is getting down to a dad bod. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> look, dad bod, look, I've heard that dad bod is, is in. Dad bod is hot. Yeah, I mean, it is so, for us, certainly. Yeah, well look, it's about all I can, look, it's all I can realistically achieve at this point. Okay, so. I'm not a fat bastard or anything like that. No, um, you know. But I, I, I'm a big unit. <clears throat> Uh, and no matter how thin I get, I will always be a pretty big unit. I have very broad shoulders. I'm quite tall. Yeah. So I, sometimes I just need to watch that. I did do a big health kick in 
the kind of August, September period. And that worked out pretty well for me. And I don't want to do that exact strict thing again. Because no. heading into the Christmas season, it becomes a little bit harder to do that sort of stuff. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I'll, I'll just kind of kick that to the curb. Okay. In terms of, uh, you know, the alcohol thing, because I still want to drink. But I'll try and do everything else. You know, I'll try and have a lot less, if possible, no sugar. You know, do a bit more exercise and walking a bit more and all that kind of stuff. So, sure. What's this space? You could come back next in the next two weeks, and I'll like be exactly the same, and I'll have failed. But <laughs> that's just the way things go around here. Well, we'll see. We'll tune back in. Yeah, much know, like the darkest dungeon, we'll find out. I've got I've got the best intentions for myself, and I usually follow through on this stuff. Okay, cool. So. so you've got a quiz for me. I do. Oh. You do. I do actually. Yeah. I you thought didn't I, think, was... I didn't think you actually did. Well, but don't don't speak too soon, AC, because I've got two percent left on my phone. So let's try and get through this quiz. Okay. All right. Very okay. This is gonna, this is going to be lightning round. It's a lightning fast quiz. Okay. It's a quiz you're familiar with. It's yep. Simpsons or Sim City. All right. For anyone who is not familiar, very quickly, I read out the name of a game. I read out the name of a historical event or a person or something else that happened in the past. You tell me which came first, the game or the thing. Okay. All right. Let's go. Question number one. Populous. That's a yep. game that came out. Uh, I'm not telling you when. Oh, damn um, <laughs> Or. Fuck up I, I was about to. Populous. Uh, or t- the Tiananmen Square Massacre. Uh, Populous. Um, you know what? You're wrong. Wow. They actually came, yeah, they actually happened in the same week. <laughs> oh, God. But the tank guy incident happened on the 5th, the same day as Populous. But but there were the, the actual... Like, it was of, happening before that. There was stuff happening before yeah. then. So, yeah, literally all happened in June 89, and Populous came out on the 5th of June. So um, I could have swore Populous yeah. was really early that year, but... Yeah, there you go. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me the next one. Uh, number two, Ninja Gaiden or Megan Fox. What's a Megan Fox? Megan Fox is a lady who does acting. Um, she's been in movies. Any uh, movies I know. Um, she's done top quality work in movies like, um, you know, the Transformers and the Ninja Turtles and things like that. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ninja Gaiden. Uh, no, Megan Fox by ah. two years. Two years. God damn it. Um, yeah, she's like a pretty lady who does acting. Uh, question number three, AC. I don't know who that is. I genuinely don't. I, I assume you didn't, but anyway. Question three. Cooking Mama. Yep. Or... The death of Osama bin Laden. Ooh, Cooking Mama. Correct. By five years. Yep. I knew that one. Yeah. So bin Laden may well have been playing that in his hideout before he got He probably was. Um, Question number four. Spyro. Or the Australian Republic referendum. Oh, shitbox. Spyro. Uh, Correct. It's by one year. Yep. Correct. That was in 99, I think. 98 the... was uh, Spyro. 99 was the referendum. Yeah, the referendum was in 99. That's I remember because right. that was like the first thing I ever voted in when I, after I turned 18. That's right. The poly's coming out to our school trying to tell us how to vote and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Question five, AC. Pokemon. Yep. Uh, and I want specifically, this is the Australian release of oh, Pokemon. fuck stick. I don't know. I fuck. Or <laughs> the final episode of Agro's Cartoon Connection. Uh, Pokemon came first. No. Actually, Agro's... Oh no, Australian! God yeah, damn it! Yeah, yeah, no, yes, you specifically said yes, that. Like, I, that yeah. would ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, you'd be right. You'd actually be right. Pokemon came out in '96 in Japan. Yes, Agro's final episode aired in '97, and then uh, Pokemon the game came out in Australia in '98. So there may have been a weird period where we were watching the cartoon and not actually playing the game. Okay, um, all right. Agro's Ag- cartoon connection. You should look Agro. that up on YouTube. There's yeah. some there's some things there. There's some content there for sure. Okay. Question six AC. 
The Sims, the original The Sims. Yep. Or the Sydney Olympics. The Sims. Uh, correct. But only by a few months. Yeah. January 2000. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I knew it was very, very early in the 2000s. And it was anticipated through 1999. That's right. That's how I know. Question seven. Pacman. Mm-hmm. John Pacman. Yeah. Our John, friend. John Pacman. Good, good friend who fits in your wallet. Or Beyonce. With your condom. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Or Beyonce. Um, okay. Well, Beyonce. God fucking damn it. Um, I don't really know. She does singing. Okay. Uh, Beyonce. No, Pacman, but uh, only by a little bit. Beyonce came out, if you like, in <laughs> on the fourth. <laughs> what was her release date? <laughs> Beyonce was finally. Released. I'm free from this cervix prison. Uh, was released on the fourth of September '81. Pacman in 1980. So there you go. Um, question eight, AC. Yep. The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay. One of your favorite video games. Yep. Or very fond of that game. Or one of my favorite historical events. The inauguration of President Trump. Um, what was the first one? Oh, oh uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Or the inauguration. Breath of the Wild came first. Oh, no. Really? Only by a couple of months. Really? Breath of the Wild came out in March 2017. And Trump uh, but I was so happy then. I, I couldn't imagine like Trump was president of anything. Apparently you got over it pretty quick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. You're winning this one. Um, it's, it's, it's five to three. Question number nine. Are you on one percent? I'm, I'm doing very badly, yeah. Um, question number nine. Roller Coaster Tycoon or The Blues Brothers 2? That, that very important historical event. Oh, fuck that the movie. Blues Brothers you 2. mean Bru- Blues Brothers 2000? Yes, The Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Cur- oh, no, you're wrong. No, Blues Brothers Tycoon. <laughs> no, Blues Brothers Tycoon. That would be a great oh. game. A game where you, where you come up with sequels for Blues Brothers. <laughs> um... Oh man, I'm so sure of that one. Blues Brothers, two uh, two thousand came out in ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Roller Coaster Tycoon in ninety nine. Okay, so, no, no, it's all pretty tight. I, I'm losing this one fair and square. I think I usually get these like pretty well, but uh, I think you've won. You're on six. I'm on three. Last all right, question. Well, you can cover the spread a bit with last question. Question ten, which came first? Tapper, that's in root beer tapper, but not root beer like proper beer because yeah. we're men here. Mm-hmm. We're not some kind of like children um anyway question number 10 tapper or mm, justin tapper? timberlake 81 or 82 or justin timberlake uh tapper no 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 wait 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 no tapper 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 that's tapper. your final answer that's my final answer tapper came first that's your answer yep uh i can tell you that tapper came out in 1983 yep and justin timberlake we were blessed the world was blessed with his presence yep uh, in 81. So, in fact, okay. Justin Timberlake came first. I, yeah. I was a bit off with Tapper there. I, I'm yeah. surprised it's an 83 game, but I'm not yeah. totally surprised. Yeah, there you go. Uh, next question. Who's Justin Timberlake? <laughs> Do you want to know about Beyonce as well? Do you want me to explain these to you? Okay, Beyonce, was that the person who got... <sighs> no, that's not the person. She did that dance, and she did um, all the single no, ladies. I don't. I thought that I thought that was Lady Gaga. No, no, no. That that would make sense weirdly because of the word "lady" in their name. But in fact, no. Beyonce. Wow. I. You got to remember that number one, (laughs) I was gone for like seven years. Number two, 
I can't use that excuse anymore because I've almost been back <laughs> for 10 years and I know <laughs> nothing about popular culture. It's okay. I'm so I, blank about this It's funny because I barely know anything, but compared to you, I'm practically like... The- this This really needs to be a SimCity versus SimCity where you just get two games and ask me because then I'll probably have a better <laughs> better knowledge of like getting these things. I just feel like throwing in some like celebrities, but the problem is that like because video games like only really became a thing from like say the late 70s onwards we're really restricted to just gen Gen x plus celebrities like so it's people our age or younger (laughs) like are the only celebrities to be fair like the 80s and 90s 2000s a lot of stuff happened there and a lot of it a lot of the celebrity type stuff i just just don't know about like Mm. this justin Mm. timberlake bloke Mm. i'm is is he is he he, is he one of nsync he did yes i think that's right or backstreet or one of one of them i think he's i think nsync I want to say NSYNC. Wow. And he brought the sexy back. I got back. something there. Where, 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 where did the, the sexy, sexy go? Well, I don't know, but he brought it back. I don't think it went anywhere. I, th- I, well, I think he just he would saw it in a corner and said, I brought it back, but it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it had been there the whole time. But it wasn't sexy, was it? It was like sexy's offbeat cousin, Soxy. Soxy. <laughs> I'm bringing Soxy back. I love that Soxy. Yeah, look. Hey, everyone. I brought Soxy back. Maybe that's, that's New Zealand. Unsync. What's There must be a good movie. It's on the sunk. Megan Fox must have done a good movie. I've got to look. Look, I've brought Soxy back. It's on the sunk. With the last 1% of my phone's battery life, I'm going to look up Megan Fox's... I really don't know who that is. Like, I genuinely do not know who Megan Fox is. Uh, Let me see. Let me think of any good movies. Um, So while he's looking that up, I got three. No, literally every movie listed here is fucking Transformers (laughs) and Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Wait, Ninja Turtles? Oh, the, the, old, yeah, the, old, yeah, the, um, the yeah. Michael Bay one. Yeah. Yep. How about... Ooh. She's like, basically just does stuff with Michael Bay. You know? Um. Okay. All of a sudden, I'm suspicious of their relationship. <laughs> well, the way I said that certainly didn't make it sound normal. Okay. So I got three. Rob got seven. Yep. Well done, Rob. Thank you. you. you um, no, no, that was, a, that was a fair cop. I just genuinely don't know a lot about celebrities. Hey, that's all right. You know, look, I'm, I <clears> know a lot about Megan Fox. Well, that's not true. I had to look her up to find out. She's pretty, all right. Anyway, moving on, AC. Let's read the copy. copy. Thank you for listening to Game Life Balance Australia, the Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to curse this by saying Cody and Uncle Stabber were dead. Oh, wow. Because they haven't released anything for like the the past couple of months and they said they would. I see. So they're liars. I still see tweets. That could be anyone. That could be me. I could have killed them and rode their carcass down the mountain. If you, if it, if it is you, can you tell me how you get a blue tick? Do you have to kill <laughs> oh, someone? God. Do you have to kill? I, should, I assume you have I to should kill. make a bet with Cody, and if he loses, he has to change his like Twitter name to Andrew Yoshimura for a day, <laughs> and he has to tweet out whatever I tell him to tweet out. Oh, God. Motherfucker, that would be so hilarious. What does the blue tick even mean? Does it mean it's, 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 it means that it's does it mean that Twitter your endorses report? your content or something? Or? It means that you are who you say you are, and mm. yeah, you you are a person of some note. Yeah, I yeah, he's a person of note, <clears throat> kind of. Yeah, well, like debatable, him, but you know, I'd like to hit him with a notebook. Ha ha, badunga, Yeah, so follow Waka me. On, you shut your face. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Protelli. Okay. Uh, follow Rob, mm-hmm. and we will admit that it is Rob. It is me. I am the at, man uh, behind GLB the mask. Australia. Uh huh. 
Yes. On Twitter. And that uh-huh. account has been showing signs I've been of doing life. things. I've been trying to, like, talk about a game. And it's good. I like it. Please yeah. keep it up, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm trying. It's really aggravating that I'm uh, the only one out there doing anything. I'm, I media. do lots of things. I do a thing. You, yeah, but not for this show. I, I edit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You got me there. Touche. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with but you. No, though. I am... Um, uh, back on the gaming Twitter talking about gaming. Yeah. It's fun. Um, it's yeah. Fun. We, should, we should interact more on that. That's why I think I want to get some kind of retro gaming thing so I can talk about retro games a bit. I think I think you're getting into the retro gaming thing. I think I'm just discovering that there's a lot of good games that are old that I want to play. And and a lot of new games that are like trying to be old. And I'm like, why am I even playing these old ga- these new games that are trying to be old? I could just be playing the old games. Yeah. You certainly could you know, be. And there, there are lots there. of options out there to be able to do that. There's yeah. lots of emulators. Mm-hmm. There's lots of FPGAs. There's lots of things you could sink your teeth into. Yeah. It's, it might yeah. be worth us looking into that, both yeah, of us. I mean, I've already got my my uh, Retro 5, so... I'm thinking something along those lines, you know. Retro but Freak, so. sorry. Retro Freak. Not re- mm, yeah. Mm. Not Retro 5. I, I had one of those. I got rid of it. No, the, the Retro Freak, I love that thing. I still use it. Mm. That's something that I might pick up because, you know, yeah. And then I can talk about retro games and use the hashtag retro games on Twitter. You could indeed. And that would be good. So is, uh, is there anything you want to do about uh, the Gunner Geek Network? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, with the 1% battery that I have left. Let's see if this works. Let's see if I can actually get up. Let's see if I can get. Let's see if I can get it up as, 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 I, as the nun said to the something. The bishop? Yeah, there you go. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Game to... What the hell? I thought did, I had this. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Did we even mention them last episode? I think so. No, before we didn't. Um, here we go. Oh, jeez, these are all out of date. Am I using the right? Am I using the right <laughs> Google Doc? You probably deleted all the old ones, yeah. all the new ones. Well, look, there's an episode of All Things Good and Nerd here from August. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Fuck. We probably already have. No, let's read a generic promo read. Okay. Here we go. All okay. Right. All right. Um, better podcasting. Yep. I could probably do to listen to that show. Sometime. I have listened to it before, yep. Uh, it's a show about podcasting. On yeah. Better Podcasting, Stargate Pioneer, that's a human being, and Stephen John Drew share podcasting I tips, both those people. tricks, and other podcast-related information with the goal of helping hobbyist podcasters make their show the best it can be. If you're making a podcast, there's tons of advice to be had in Better Podcasting. Good read. And sure. you can find that show at uh, the Gunner Geek Network at gunnergeek.com, along with a lot of other great, fun, geeky podcasts like ours, for example. And also a podcast eerily similar to ours, made by people from the United States, which is a country eerily similar to our own. It all sounds a bit made up to me, AC, but apparently they Copycats. do good work. Yeah. So if you do like things that are similar to us, but a bit different... And maybe a rip off. The alternate reality version of us. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, um, you know, the, we're, we're the Pepsi to their Coke. Sliders. We're the RC Cola to their oh Coke. Oh, God. We're the RC. Why do we always have to be the RC Cola, Rob? <laughs> Why do we always have to be that shitty brand of stuff that literally rots the bone out of your mouth? <laughs> That's what our podcast does to your ears. <laughs> Uh, so it, check check them out. G, what are, wait, not GLB Australia. That's us. Uh, they're at they're at gamelifebalance.us. Uh, check them out. They're yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, if they ever do anything again. Which-
talking to the sound mic? test? Are we t- testing the sound? We are testing. So the, the microphone sound. works. We at least we at least have that. Well, yes, and we, and we have your deep, raspy voice. My deep, booming tones. Because hello, you are my sick. name's Robert Bailey. You're listening to the Jazz Hour. There's no jazz. I wish there was jazz. I could replace you with jazz, and then I could replace me with jazz. <laughs> I quite like jazz. 